Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Uncensored with Ed Young. For more leadership handles, follow Ed on social media and check out edyoung.com. Today we'll hear from Ed on the table. Tables are staples in our homes, restaurants, schools, and office buildings, but a table is much more than a common piece of furniture. It is a reflection of the only thing Jesus ever built, the local church. In this series of podcasts, Ed Young unpacks the power of the table in our own lives and shows us what roles we play in serving and dining on the greatest meal in the world, the bread of life. If this is the first table podcast you've heard, we encourage you to go back and listen to the first two podcasts as we discover what the first and second chairs at the table were all about. We also want to invite you to join us every weekend at Fellowship Church. Visit one of our many locations or even join us online. For locations and experience times, visit fellowshipchurch.com. And now it's time for the raw and the real. This is Leadership Uncensored. So ultimately, chair three is, you're this full court follower of Christ. You are doing the things that the Bible says we should do if we truly love the Lord. Go back though to maturity. Lisa and I have a granddaughter and she cannot feed herself. She's a baby. We don't expect her to feed herself. One day though, Brad and Landra, Sterling's parents, it's their desire for her to learn how to feed herself. Too many people though, in our culture, don't know how to feed themselves. So if you hear someone say, I'm not getting fed, you're a baby, man. You're a baby. I wanna go someplace where I, you are a baby, or maybe you're a little tweenager or a teenager. Babies are gonna be babies, that's cool. Sterling's a baby. She's gonna grow. We have babes in Christ. But spiritual maturity is intentional. It's not natural. We have to put people on a plan. We, we, we move them along for spiritual maturity. So a baby's gonna be a baby. That's fine to be a baby here. People say, man, you got a lot of baby Christians at fellowship. Awesome. Awesome. I've heard that my whole life. I go, that's great. How stupid can you be to say that? That's one of the dumbest things you can ever say. Oh, that church has a lot of baby Christians. And? Do you see the idiocy of that statement? But don't sit in a dirty diaper for very long. You have to learn how to feed yourself. Think of the intentionality. We've got these growth track classes. I mean, We have the app where we write devotionals for people. Can we make it any easier? Chair one, those people who are far from God. Chair two, the person whose faith is fresh. The church is a table. Now, When you're having dinner with someone and 
Maybe you know a couple of people well, and you know someone else maybe just kind of casually. Whenever you talk to them, you're gonna bring everybody up to context. You're not gonna launch into some story, use inside humor that only a few people know, and you're not gonna explain it to everyone. That would be ridiculous. Well, I just described to you most churches. <laughs> did, you, did, did, did you hear what I just said? I don't, I don't know if you got it. I'll just talk to this chair and forget these chairs. Oh, but I'm here to reach people. Woo, we want baby Christians, but everything I say, all the worship, everything's gonna be right there. Absolutely atrocious. Most churches, I mean the ones that you know, fall into that trap. It's not that they don't want to, it's where the money is. This is where the easy street is. It's where the numbers, yeah. Oh yeah, just, just, just like a panoramic view of the horizon of the church world. Basically, church growth is a massive swap of sheeple. Basically. It's tough, man. It's not easy. You will lose a heck of a lot of people regularly because all they have to do, high chair people, is hear messages like this or see how we do things for a while and they're gonna go, you know what? I wanna go down the street where I can, where I can just you know, hang out with the Christian culture and drink Christian coffee and when my toilet gets clogged, I'll call a Christian plumber. I'm serious. And I get it. We're the white hats, they're the black hats. And now and then you're gonna reach some people. Okay, I get it, I get it. But, 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 but see, the, the life and ministry of Jesus messes us up and, and we see how he intentionally went after chair one. We'll prove it. Uh, Luke chapter 15, three times he talked about something that was lost, that was found. The only time he did the three-peat, Jesus, the only time I did the three-peat was illustrating something that was lost, that was found. So that's chair one. Chair two is someone whose faith is fresh. We have growth track, we've got groups, we have seminars, we have serving units and teams. Unbelievable. And then it just moves us to chair three and we have this wonderful, beautiful ecosystem going on. It would be great for us to kick up our percentage here. It would be. I, I, I would love us to get maybe 25, if we could get 25 to 30% of people just picking up the tab, we would be set, man. But see, quite frankly, I get tired of paying the way, chair two and chair one. I get tired of it. I know you guys do too. And it's, and it's sometimes frustrating. It's messy, it's dirty. 
when you, when you do church this way. But I want you to, to have Godfidence. I want you to understand our purpose and the power, the literal power, the Holy Spirit power behind this, this metaphor. The deal with the food, because I hope you know it's the weekend, you know that. It's the weekend, stupid. Yeah, how about it's the weekend? But how about it's the weekend? But it's the weekend. The people show up, the masses show up during the weekend. The other stuff is great. Don't get me wrong. It's the weekend. So goes the weekend, so goes everything else. How about discipleship? You can't have discipleship unless you have people showing up on the weekend to disciple. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's about the weekend. So, this chair is, is, is a chair that we've dealt with for a long time, and you know, we've, we've had some great discussions with people in this chair, and we've, you know, invited people to leave, and they've left, thankfully, and gone to other places and spaces, but the scary part about the church is, is when a pastor turns his back you know, on the masses and tries to appease this, this chair, which happens so frequently, it's, it's unbelievable. But sometimes we confuse, see, this I chair, high chair, <laughs> with, with, with chair three, but they're, they're a long way from one another. So hopefully this represents my life. Hopefully it represents your life. We have this beautiful, beautiful ecosystem because we're engaging, inviting, hopefully chair two is doing this, we're moving, we're growing. Teenagers, for example, teenagers are very self-centered. I understand that. And we have a bunch of teenagers spiritually here at our church. But the, the insidious thing about, about where we live, if you wanna know just the raw about where we live, and this'll drive, this drives me insane when this happens. Someone will go from chair one to chair two, and they're a child, you know. They're, after maybe a couple of months, they become teenagers or whatever, and they're at a local coffee shop and maybe meet someone, and, and, this, and this person will pray, P-R-E-Y, on them. Oh, you go to fellowship church? Oh, that's not really deep. You need to go to this reformed, deformed church, or you need to go to this church that has worship for, you know, 45 minutes or whatever, and they pray on baby believers and spiritual teenagers who just don't know. So that, oh yeah, that drives me nuts. Absolutely insane. And other pastors will tell you that too. I just wanted to 
tell you that. So you have to, you have to constantly talk about our vision, the church. You have to constantly remind people of what spiritual maturity is all about because when I grew up and got married, when we had kids, wow, I realized it wasn't about me. It it's about others. So spiritual maturity is that way. It's not, it's not about me. And the supernatural thing about it is when I got outside of myself and serve and sow and share, that's where the growth takes place. That's where the maturity takes place. It's not with my head buried in the Bible. I mean, that's great to do that. I'm all about Bible study. You gotta know the word and all that. But we have to live it out. And when we live it out, strangely, we'll find ourselves thinking about others. Because that is, I mean, that's, that's the table. Thank you for listening to Leadership Uncensored. For more from Ed Young, visit edyoung.com and follow him on social media. If you're looking for a church, we hope to see you at Fellowship Church this weekend. Whether you live in the area of one of our locations or join us online, simply visit fellowshipchurch.com for locations and experience times. This was Leadership Uncensored.